everyone. Welcome to another Fashion Grunge Podcast episode. I'm Lauren. I'm Jai. Hey, everyone. It's been a while. This is, I guess, the first one from off of break. I said I was going to do swingers, which we are going to do swingers, but we're talking school ties today from 1992, directed by Robert Mandel and written by Dick Wolf from Law and Order and Everything Else fame. He's like a massive writer. Uh, this premiered September 18th, 1992. Yeah, I mean, I want to know about your impressions, Jai, because you... I've never heard of this movie before. Yeah. Never watched it. I just ne- never knew it existed until Lauren mentioned it and then I Googled it. That's so wild. It's but... kind of weird that I never heard of it. Yeah, I mean, it is super weird. But I can, I can see why, because did this even show up in Mexico or England? Like, it wasn't a big blockbuster movie I'm 92 I mean I was like, like nine. nine yeah so... I didn't see it when it came out yeah <laughs> I was way older that's crazy well what were your like overall thoughts did you like it yeah I really liked it I had no idea what it was about I just you said this movie and then I googled it and I saw the cast and I was like okay cool and I started watching it but I was like I never knew what it was about when before I watched it either oh that's good so as I was watching I was like oh what yeah you know did you know it was set in the 50s yeah it was like a real surprise oh that's good yeah it's cool i really like it it's so good um i also really love seeing um brendan fraser because Uh you know he just won an oscar oscar winner brendan fraser but then i didn't see him in anything for a really long time so i wanted to ask you if you know what what happened um it seemed like he was kind of like everywhere he was and then he stopped he was everywhere in the 90s he did george of the jungle he did he did a lot with Polly shore mm-hmm. uh encino man he did with Polly shore he did what he was did that some comedy, Nash, some national scene. treasure or Maybe, i think it was called he did some silly movie, the mummy that's what it's called with the rachel vice yes. yeah he did that not national treasure that's nick cage he did so apparently what happened was that in 2003 he alleged, and I don't know what happened with the case, that he was assaulted by a male member of one of the, uh, either, like, the Hollywood Foreign Press or, like, one of the agencies, like, somebody in Hollywood, like, higher up. And I think that guy denied it, but I think that really, like, kind of screwed with his... Wait, but how old was he? Oh, in his 20s. Yeah, 2003. So, definitely, what, 30s, maybe? So do you think he decided to not want to be on anything, or do you think he just didn't get work because of that? Either one. It could have been both. We don't know. We don't know. I don't know. I didn't really, like, investigate it, but I know that he did make that claim That's or that sad. allegation, and the guy said no, but... Why would he lie? Yeah. Why would he make that up and, like, hurt his career? Like, and men so... don't typically lie about that kind of thing? I, I mean, mean there's... It's really hard for a man to... Yeah. Lie, especially... In... 2000 yeah early 2000s 2000s. yeah Yeah. way before it was like really talked about so i don't know if he just didn't get work maybe and i i mean that is very hollywood to just not get work you know what i mean like you do something like that mm -hmm. yeah it's like yeah i'm gonna actually google i should have looked at his imdb before to see if there's like a gap he got this opportunity and then he obviously isn't he's really great yeah he's a really good actor yeah um, let's see. He was in 
let's see, what was his like gap? Because he's been in things, but I think they were just like very small or like not not big roles. Like he did the Mummy. The last Mummy he did was in '08. So he did stuff, but it doesn't seem to. I mean, I haven't seen him in anything, but he has a credit, one credit per year. Yeah. Yeah, he did something, just not. But smaller. It was never anything like as big as the '90s. Huh. Okay, so I guess he did that, but he should have been getting bigger roles. Well, yeah. And now he's, it seems like he was in, oh, that's right. He was in The Affair. I forgot about that, the show The Affair. He was also in Trust, that show about the Getty kidnapping that was oh, good. Um, That was in 2018. So he started working again in like, I remember when I heard that he was going to be in the affair, I was like, oh, sweet, Brendan Fraser. It's been so long. Yeah. So, yeah, he is in that. He's in, like, six or seven episodes of that. I mean, he's, I'm looking at this. He's been in things, but it doesn't seem to be, like, the leading role. No. Mm-mm. And it seems weird because he's tired really well, and then he kind of got side roles. It happens. Yeah, that, like, happens in Hollywood a lot. Especially, yeah. I feel like, if you don't play the Hollywood game. Mm. So if you're someone who's willing to speak out, Mm. and you're like kind of penalized for it it seems like but i'm glad that now he's still getting work and now he just won a fucking oscar so i mean i hope that he gets more work he was really emotional when he won do you see that yeah because i think people yeah people had like kind of counted him out i think he had a lot of like kind of struggles with like he also talked about like his struggles with like body image when he was George of the jungle, he was like ripped. And I think he also made a statement, which is I'm glad more men are speaking out about it. They, all those Marvel guys should, because there are just as unrealistic body standards for men as there are for women in Hollywood. And I think a lot of that, it's not really proven yet, but I think a lot of it is like drugs. It's, it's performance enhancing drugs. Like there's no way that these actors are like building these crazy muscles. Like, regime, you know. And for, like, a short period of time, for, like, a movie that films... But, I mean, it's the same... I mean, yes, I feel bad for them, but it's the same for women. Women had to, like, have plastic surgery and mm-hmm. have, like, go on insane diets and, like, really just, you know what I mean, take care of the, the way they look because otherwise they, will, they won't be hired. They won't get work, yeah. It's Obviously, just, like, bad all around. Cole Kidman looks like a 25-year-old. I mean, she's had so much work she has to, have, right? They have to, because otherwise they don't get work. Which is crazy. The only I, one who gets work is, like, Meryl Streep. Like Meryl Streep or Helen Mirror, who are still getting work, and they didn't change their appearance, but they're just getting the more mature mm-hmm. roles. But I think, I mean, I think that's incredible. Yeah, that's their age. Like, they should be. It's sad, because the more people that do it, it just sets a standard, and then yeah and that becomes the norm it sucks like margot robbie like she her face looks a little different really bad right now yeah it's a little different such a pretty girl but her face just looks different Mm -hmm. i don't know what it is and like so many people look like her have you noticed there's so many actors that look just like margot robbie they're always like oh she looks just like margot robbie i was like how does she look like everyone i think because that's just the the look she didn't look like that before plastic surgery. No. She had a lot. And then she was everywhere. But now she's got a lot of Botox and fillers and it doesn't look good. Yeah, it's just like, I don't think she can do that. No, she's young. She's like she's 30. Not. She's not even no. like... She's not even like anywhere near 
I mean, the age that you would think you would get it done. Let's yeah. put it that way. I don't think she needs to, but I mean, it's just, it's nuts. I think it's so nuts. Well, I love that Darren uh, Aronofsky gave him this chance. To be, yeah. Because, like, it's amazing he thought of him. Do you know what I mean? Because he wasn't so in anyone's radars. He could have gone for some other actor. Like, oh, totally. I feel like it's pretty cool. Like, I have respect for him for that. And that's the same thing what happened with School Ties, is this was his first movie. Oh, school ties he was like know. straight out of the academy oh, I didn't know that. yeah so yeah. it's kind of nuts that it worked out that way and mm-hmm. so you've just seen it now i saw it i think i saw it on tv first and then i rented it because i was i think i probably came in on like halfway or something and i was like oh okay like what is this definitely the cast i noticed because they're all Everyone. massive yeah. celebrities now basically a-list matt damon and ben affleck alone Mm-hmm. Ooh, no, they hadn't won yet. They won in ninety six. This was ninety two. So they hadn't won yet. Oh, not here, but just oh now. now oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So then we have. So we have Brendan Fraser. We have Chris O'Donnell, who I is. Love him. He also I love him too. Kind of was everywhere, and then he did. And he does NCIS, that like TV show that's on TV that's been on for like fifteen years. So, uh, yeah, it's like a crime show. So he does oh, that. Okay. So Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Anthony Rapp who is the one who accused David, or not David Spacey, Kevin Spacey, who was also in Dazed and Confused. Yeah, um, he's in all the... Rent? I think he was in Rent. Yeah. I think he's like a Broadway star, too. Yeah, he's... Yeah. yeah. He, I think he's in Star Trek. I think. Oh, he could be. Yeah, he could be. He still works. Like, you yeah. still see him around. And then we have uh, the professor, or Cleary, the guy who's the French teacher. Oh, yeah. He was in... Um, Ooh, what's that show? The one about the Mormons. Big, big love. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I could probably watch that. Um. Oh yeah, Chloe Sevigny's in it. She's great. Yeah, she's great. Mm Hmm. Yeah, she's like the middle, the middle wife. Yeah. Um. But let's see. I forgot that guy's name. That guy's name is. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up now. Oh, it's like a. It's a name that I can't pronounce. It's like Zell, Zelichko Ivanik. I I think. Yeah, I don't know where. Where that's from. Kevin Teague is the coach. Cole Hauser also in Days and Confused. Also Ben Affleck in Days and Confused. Also Anthony Rapp in Days and Confused. You have like three people in the next year who do another movie together. Um and Amy Locane. Locan, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure. Then Randall Battenkoff, who is a rip. I think those are the main ones. Everyone else is like a secondary character, but this film reminds me of like a dead poet society. Yeah, that's I what mean, I thought when I similar. I was like, okay, I can see it's the same director, and it's I can see this as like the sec, like coming out after. Mm-hmm. Because obviously that one came out in eighty nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he does have a style. It's like the English patient. It's like mm-hmm. that. So it's just all, yeah. You can see that it's him and talented Mister Ridley. No, that that's all Anthony Minghella. Uh, English patient oh. and talented Mr. Ripley. Are you sure? Is yes. No. I, I are you sure? I'm. Let's check. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, because I know Max Minghella. <laughs> I know his oh, dad. Yeah. yeah. That's his dad. No, it's okay. It's okay. I was like, before we get a one star review of someone being like, they didn't oh do their God, research. So why did I get confused because the name? Because the last name? Mandel and like, Minghella? Maybe. I don't know why I got confused, but. 
What else did Rob? I think because the, I know because the costume designer for this also uh-huh. English patient and talented Mister Ripley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there is some crossover. Sorry. No, it's okay. There's some definite crossover. It's so funny. Um. So yeah, we have just like a massive. It's just a massive cast, but it's just a. It's a really. I I also did not know the subject matter. I think before I watched it. I don't I know, think like I. Me, I was just like, okay, I, just, I never hear this movie, but fine, you know. Yeah, no one ever told, no one ever said like, oh, you have to see this movie because like X, Y, and Z happened, mm. you know. Um, actually, the thing that I remember is that I don't. I must have been in high school that girls were talking about this movie because of like the shower. Because they were, like, all naked in the shower. Oh. And they were like, oh, my God, this movie's school ties. And it has, like, this person, this person, this, And they're, like, naked in the shower. And I was like, okay. Like, that's weird. And then when I saw the scene they were talking about, I was like, oh, okay. But then it gets, like, really dark really quickly. Like, it's not, like, a casual. No, you don't see anything. You just see all their butts in the shower. But it's, like, not a casual scene. It's not, like, yeah, oh, they're all just, just, like, like goofing around. It, like, turns young. dark. Yeah, when you're, like, 14 or, like, 15 or, like, um cool well you have some interesting facts so let's move to behind the scenes so, I, really, but I found this one yeah i want to know about this actually my husband found it because he watched it with me and then he was like oh i wonder where that actress is now so, yeah let's find out about amy amy so, Lokan. where is she um basically she's in jail and it's a really insane story because based in 20 2010 oh. she basically went wait hang on i want to get this right the dates right i'm pretty sure it was in 2010 she basically was drunk driving and she killed someone <gasps> like by accident obviously. oh my god and she did i'm pretty sure it was seven years in jail and she took you know she basically was very much like yeah i i did this i said this i'm gonna do my time she didn't try to get like less time or anything okay so it seemed quite you know no, i don't know somewhat normal she took responsibility she did, yeah and basically what happened when she came out then she was working like doing some like, kind of local place mm-hmm. as in, like working in a local theater like doing something like that and they had like a mini gathering and so she was drinking <gasps> and then she insisted on driving home and people recognized that she was wrong and they were like you shouldn't drive, like, you're not well. But she did it anyway. Oh and God. so she then hit a post <gasps> and someone got out and then we're like, oh my God, you're drunk, la la la. Maybe, I think that, I can't, I'm trying to remember if it was a police or just someone from the neighborhood that came out. And she, hang on, give me a second, let me get my story straight. Yeah, so then she crashed at the back of a Honda but there was oh. no damage done. And then someone approached her and were like, are you okay? And then they realized that she was really drunk. And she basically tried to do a run, to run away and she speed up. And Oh, in the car. So she yeah. stayed in the car. So she had already hit someone, but it wasn't like, it was just a car. Yeah, so it yeah, like, it wasn't a person. Know. And when people came to help her, she panicked and she tried to run away. Run away. And she ended up, basically turning left <gasps> and hitting <gasps> a smash his car into an, a woman's <gasps> car and she was 60 years old and she was killed almost instantly. No! A second person was killed from her drinking and driving? 
I, it's just, you this know, is after she got out of jail. So this is like yeah, 2017 is, or 2018. Yeah. I mean, you have to, like, this what? is insane. You, so you what happened? You for killing someone. And she kills someone. And then you, go, you get out of jail, and then you get slightly drunk at a gathering. Slightly, apparently, really drunk. You know. And then not only, you could have ended there. She hit a, a car, and it would have been fine. But she panicked, and then she ran away, and oh ended up hitting... So what happened? She's in jail for yes, life. Yes, so right now she's in jail for. I think she's in jail for. I don't. I don't know. Actually, I don't have any. Laws. You don't know how long she's in jail for this second time. I'm trying to see how Shit, long. Man. I know you have the three strikes. Where if you go in, if you do the same thing three times, I think you're in for I life. It's pretty insane. This I mean, is pretty insane. Yeah. Yeah. In twenty. Okay. So in twenty twelve, she was convicted. Second. Second degree. That's the first five. one. God. I mean, this is insane. I'm just, I, I just don't get it. Like, it's just really sad. She did seven years, and now she's gonna be in jail. And she's gonna, like, be in jail again for. I think she'd be out when she's sixty something. Oh my gosh. She's not even that old. I mean. That's so scary because she has she like has a substance children, problem. Like, I think she probably does. She does. But she didn't learn her lesson. This is what is insane to me that someone can go to jail for committing exactly the same. I mean, you, you kill two people. Yeah, that's like a really. I mean, that is crazy. Yeah, I could not get over this story. Like, it's one thing to be like dealing drugs and then like getting caught for dealing drugs again. Like, this is like, yeah, this is a lot. I'm surprised she also wasn't on some kind of like substance monitoring. Like, when you're out of jail, like a parole or whatever they do, where they test you for alcohol if you went in for an alcohol crime. Like, but I don't know. I don't know, what, I don't know what the stipulation I mean, she is. She seemed like she was fine. You know, she like went back home with her husband and kids, and like was doing some acting in a local theater. Yeah, and so it's kind of. I don't understand how this can happen to. I mean, she's a substance issue. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's really it's actually super sad. That's so sad. Wow, I didn't expect I just, that. How do you leave yourself after killing two people because of your. Like, like prevented it could have been prevented it wasn't also she didn't need to run away the second time no she hit a car big deal but i don't think she would have gone to jail for that do you know like, what i mean she panicked because she probably thought she was because when she, if she's drunk again and maybe they told her like if you get another dui you're done like yeah maybe and she and was she like oh shit i'm really and and the the, 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 the yeah the, the jury was like no, no. This is just we, we can't let her. She needs to do her time again. You know what's so crazy is that this should really be like a Patreon episode, but um, she was so pretty. Yeah, there are so many celebrities that have been in, in like hit and run homicide accidents. Like who? I don't know any. Uh, well, Caitlyn Jenner killed someone not too long ago. Within like five years, it was uh. Like a car accident. Um, Matthew Broderick killed someone in Ireland after Ferris Bueller said that they were gonna. He said he was gonna come back to pay respects to the family and never did. Yeah, and that got hushed up. Like there, it's a, it's like a thing. And and how I think he paid a fine. That was like something really minuscule. It was like kind of. Hold on, I'm gonna look this up before I end up getting in some kind of legal issue. But uh, I don't think I am. I'm going to look up celebrity car accidents. Oh, my God. There's just a lot. 
Like, there's just, I mean, there are a lot of, like, uh, like, a lot of celebrities have also died in cars. Oh, yeah, that I know. Like, that, which is kind of crazy, but, um, but it's, like, it's just, yeah. The Matthew Broderick one's actually really interesting. Let me look up that. Yeah, I mean, they're saying, like, the last, the last time she was almost three times over the drink drive limit. I don't know what that is. I don't know if that's a lot. Here's the actual interesting thing. Okay. Okay, on August 5th, 1987, so this is after Ferris Bueller came out, he's dating Jennifer Grey. Who's he? Matthew Broderick. Oh. The, Sarah Jessica Parker's husband. So he's dating Jennifer Grey, who was in Ferris with him. They play brother and sister, but he's mm-hmm. dating her. August 5th, uh, 1987, while driving a rented BMW 316 on the Tempo Road outside Tempo, Northern Ireland, Broderick crossed into the wrong lane and collided head-on with a Volvo. The driver, Anna Gallagher, 28, and her mother, Margaret Doherty, 63, were both killed instantly. Oh, well, two people. Mm-hmm. They were killed instantly. That's so And awful. he was in... The, he had a concussion, broken ribs, a broken leg, and more... Um, there are also, like, quotes and stuff that they've said. Like, this was in 22, May of 22, they both talked about, because they were both in, like, she was in the car, too. I don't think people knew that they were dating. But, um, it's just, yeah, it, it's just kind of wild. That And I don't even know what happened. I don't know if he was drunk or if he just actually crossed mm. on the side of the road, but that was kind of weird. But I know that the family, I think, like, they said that he he pled guilty of careless driving and paid a $175 fine and was never charged with vehicular manslaughter. No. Mm-hmm. What? How yeah. that happen? It says that he kept saying, did I hurt them? Did I hurt them? That's what the fire brigade uh, said that they heard. And he said it was coming hard, like come, it was hard to come to grips, mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, like right away, mm-hmm. I guess. But the son, um, the mom's son and the brother of the girl who died, they forgave the actor, but I mean, this is from an Us Weekly article, so they're obviously going to paint him in a better light, but mm-hmm. it sucks that he never got charged with vehicular manslaughter. No, that's terrible. Like, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. And then he said that, it says that he told the police that he had no recollection of the crash, um, and then he what I first remember is waking up in the hospital and a strange feeling going on with my leg. He doesn't know why he was in the wrong lane. Mm. So I have no idea. Um, he was charged with causing death by dangerous driving and faced up to five years in prison, but was convicted of a lesser charge of careless driving. So they obviously like charged him for the higher one, but then I don't know. I'm sure that. Yeah. And, it, and this is another thing that said um, the victim's family called the verdict a travesty of justice. The victim's brother and son, Martin Doherty, later forgave Broderick amid plans to meet him in 2003. In February 2012, when Broderick was featured in a multi-million dollar Honda commercial oh that aired during the Super Bowl, Doherty said the meeting had still never taken place and that, quote unquote, Broderick wasn't the greatest choice of drivers notice, noticing his past, knowing his past. So, like... That's crazy. Yeah, Hollywood rears its ugly head again. I mean, who knows what happened. But, yeah, there are a lot of, like, kind of incidents where, like, things are hushed up. Sorry, I'm just reading more about the story because I didn't finish the whole thing. Oh, well, with Amy? Yeah, she's basically... After she came out of jail the first time, she, like, her husband filed for divorce and one of her children is really sick. But they don't say it. It's just, like, have some kind of illness. Mm -hmm. 
she she basically couldn't drive because her license was taken away. Yeah, that's what so I'm she saying. had to walk or get the bus to her to to her alcoholic anonymous meeting to see her kids apply for jobs, and she returned to college to do basic English and, and business courses with the hope of going out to university. And basically, she was just really like, you know, like kind of. Like, she, down and, like, dejected. Yeah, it was like she was committed to stopping others repeating her mistakes, too. She visited schools to talk to students about the dangers of drinking and driving. So this is she after the first one. She became a substance abuse recovery coach and oh talked God. to recovery female opioid addicts and women recently released, released from jail. She was also volunteering at the children's hospital. Yeah, in her children's school... Oh and just basically gosh. being sort of like an amazing person, like healed and whatever. So this is why this is what's making the story more fucked up because how did you know? And also, is this genuine or was this an act? Or the thing is, is it's something that you have to do in order to get your kids back. So you'll lie and pretend like everything's okay. But it's almost like the old question. No. You can't change yourself unless you want to be changed and the first step of what of any of the anonymous programs or aa is like admitting that you have a problem she must have never in her head admitted that she had a problem she probably like jumped through these hoops because there was a reason for it she didn't go to aa because she thought she needed help and that she needed it in her life she needed it to get to see her kids and to book jobs so even if you don't believe in it you know you have to do it it's like going to school you have to go to school you know so maybe that sounds like that's what it was. But, I mean, who knows? Like, who knows? If, is she ever getting out? Does it say if she's, like, ever getting out? Or is she until yeah, she's I 60, mean, right? I'm not being horrible, but, like, you kill someone and you only get seven years? That doesn't seem even right to me. Especially when it's drunk driving. It's one thing if it was an actual accident yeah, and an you accident. weren't drunk, exactly. but it was, like, a literal accident. Like, you made a weird turn and, like, and it just... just... So weed or smoke, we get larger They get, like, 10, 20 that years. And when it's something preventable, like drinking and driving, you know is illegal. You know you're not supposed yeah, to do and it. Yeah, illegal team always people are saying that never in their entire career they've seen a case like this. Yeah, someone. when you go back. I mean, I never heard of it. No. Like, I mean, if you watch a movie already, it's fiction. You wouldn't believe it. No. Them. You would be like, there's no way that actually happened. That's sad. And that it's people to lose their lives. Like yeah, I didn't even know. And she had like a whole, like, life ahead of her you know like she's really pretty she's talented i don't she's like a hollywood looking she would have had role yeah reese weatherspoon Mm -hmm. because she's like that sweet like wow um fact that i that is a, such a crazy fact. That's okay. This will be a long episode. You can talk about the other ones because there's not. The yeah, there's not like a ton more. Okay, so my only other behind the scenes were Rotten Tomatoes gives us a sixty, which I thought was really low. So it's a low. really good movie, and then the audience score is sixty nine, which is also kind of low. But I don't know if maybe it's like a tough like subject are, or what. Yeah, I think it is. I feel like people feel uncomfortable with this kind of story. It's, like, real life. It is, but also, like, (laughs) I don't know. I feel like maybe only, like, if you're Jewish, you can relate. Or if you're any minority, I guess, that's been oppressed. Yeah, you kind of see it, like, yeah, I know this. I I know this game. I make someone who's, 
know, yeah, it doesn't it, like, just ever have that issue. Like, yeah. I don't see that. And also some people think that it's, I mean, I think that some of the critics were like, this is not realistic, but it's like, oh, come on. Yeah, it's taken from Dick or Wolf's actual life. Like, where, um, like, Bre- Brendan's, like, character was too perfect. Like, he had no flow. So they oh. kind of had an issue with that, like, how he's just, he's like, incredible like lovely he friend. did have flaws though he like popped he, he, off he was like super aggressive he was aggressive and he didn't tell them but at the same time I he doesn't like, have to tell them I, yeah i mean he shouldn't or he shouldn't have to let's put it that way he shouldn't kind of to. told him not to tell anyone yeah he kind of told him you know in this area especially here and it was a mad secret because matt damon only found out because he was overhearing those older guys talk about it like a teacher at that school didn't say anything. It was like another I also feel person. Like, I mean, this is the fifties, so I kind of get it. the fifties were like so so long ago. So I'm I'm not saying that it's okay, but I'm like the fifth. I mean, think about how much how much racism was back then too. Like oh yeah, I mean, there was like you know, and overt, still, like not hidden. I think segregation still in the fifties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. You so, didn't see any people in there that weren't white. Yeah, in the whole movie. But still, there's still like I also that that area is just really white. Well, and a prep school would be. They wouldn't even have a scholarship kid who wasn't white in there. It was like a big thing for them to even have a Jewish kid there for a scholarship. Like that was such a point of contention when it's like, why? But I like the story. I feel like I don't agree with oh he was this character who was like too perfect no i don't i, I don't didn't think see he that was perfect. he was just like an honest decent person but he was in a tough situation you know like i i would have done the same yeah i mean why and he knew that like this is a means to an end i just have to put up with this because this is going to open the doors of for a life that i could never have even had and, and even an option to have which could benefit not only me but my entire family like, if I go to a good school and I get a really good job and opportunities, like, this doesn't just benefit me. This benefits my family. You saw that his dad was working in, like, a mill. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, very, like, laborious job for someone to have who's older. You know, like, maybe he wants to make a better life for his whole family. You know, he it's he's like thinking of more. I mean, and they still don't. They still don't. Yeah, and a lot of parts in America, they don't get it yet. No. And they don't and they even said, have to. And they said I never met any Jewish person before. Yeah. I believe that. Like, I oh, yeah. I never met one. They're like the waspy guys. Too. That's basically like their their whole vibe. It's, it's just like a prep, mm-hmm. like older, what generational, like my dad's dad. One guy was like, I'm fifth generation Harvard. Like, I'm definitely going to get in. Like, oh, yeah. I'm fifth generation. It doesn't cool. matter. I mean, we know that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's super real. I mean, they're like Nepo babies in the academic sense. <laughs> like, they're not actor Nepo babies, but they're like fathers and fathers and all that, like, come from that line of money and, like, power and influence and politics and, like, all that shit that happens. So it's kind of crazy. And then even to think, like, in one scene, they had that parade, but they were like, this is the oldest uh, alumni we have. He oh. was in the class of 1875. I was like, so he remembers the Civil War. This is wild. Like, that this man was, like, that old, that he was an alum- alumni of that school. I was like, this is crazy. Um, okay, so IMDb gives it a 6.9 out of 10. Again, low, but that's audience score. 
The budget was $18 million. That's a lot. And then May 15, right? Yeah, and it must have been, like, it's, renting out the yeah. school. I, I read that, like, basically a lot, a lot of money went into some of the buildings where they shot, like, to... Oh, uh, um, makes sense. Because they were looking really, like, terrible. So oh, they gave okay. money to buildings to, to have renovations so they could be featuring the film. Oh, okay. So I can see that would be costly, but not that much. 18, and back then... In like the early nineties, eighteen million's a lot. Maybe to get a location like the Kirby. And the actors weren't big at the time. Some of the scenes require a lot of actors, like the when they're at church. That's true. And the costume. All of those uniforms for all of those kids. You see the kids like and the yeah, cars. All those cars. Much like I don't expect this movie to cost that much. No, but I don't know how much it costs to get all those fifties cars. Like, just in the background, because you have to have the cars that drive, the buses, like the old buses. And then when they filmed in, like, Pennsylvania. Yeah, but it must be money. Yeah. I mean, unless the studio's willing to, like, put all that money in. But they weren't that known yet. Like, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, like, they were all new. So it's not like they were big actors who got big quotes. But apparently the director kept saying to them all, like, you're going to be the next thing, the next... The next thing to all of them, and actually, they kind of became really big. Yeah, they and totally did. Damon, Brandon, Chris O'Donnell. You know. Yeah, they all totally did. Um, I read that on a screen test that Brendan Fraser did with Matt Damon, he was like fresh out of school, so like fresh out of acting school, and he was like, I was so nervous because I didn't yeah, know. Like yeah, he's like, I didn't know like how I would measure up to these people who'd been doing this for a while. And he said that like when he was reading with Matt Damon, he just like matched where he was he just mm-hmm. matched like whatever he was giving and didn't try to go over the top and he said that really helped him and that damon was like a big reason why he got the oh, role yeah, so that's, that's pretty cool, cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. yeah it's super cool but, yeah his acting was a little bit more i feel like ben affleck didn't have many lines or like, no he wasn't credited as no, he was further down in the credit list too he wasn't like Chris uh-huh yeah totally um, so obviously this is a, this is seen as like one of those films that launched a new generation of Hollywood. It was kind of like that with Dead Poet Society, although Ethan Hawke's the only one that I can remember who became really big. Like I Robert Sean Leonard was kind of big. He was like the main guy. Yeah, I guess Robin Williams was already. Famous. Oh, he was already. Yeah, he was already famous. I'm trying to I think of the other. anymore because I can't really watch movies with him because I, I get really emotional. Oh, I can't I mean, see him in like any movie. Like I love so many of his films, but I can't watch them because I I feel really sad. I mean, yeah, I I read something recently that was like, again about how much of a great person he was. Like I think Nathan Lane said that when they did the Birdcage, like Robin Williams really protected him getting outed. I think people were trying to out Nathan Lane, and he was like really good about making sure that like people didn't ask these kind of questions like interviewers and stuff and he was like i'll always remember him for that i was like oh my god he he had these like really sad eyes Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying not really sad like nicholas cage but kind of eyes that you could see into his soul he had a lot of troubles i think yeah he did yeah it's really sad but he was sick and he was always drinking a lot most comedians are like really sad unfortunately why why? i mean i kind of it makes sense you're you're really sad or you're trying to make a joke that's how you cope yeah yeah it's how you cope with trauma yeah it's weird when i see some like stand-up comedian and stuff who don't have 
not that they don't have trauma, but like I don't know about any trauma that they've had. Like Dave, Chappelle. Dave Chappelle's one. He just seems really. Like, he just seems like he's funny. He's just a funny. Like guy. he naturally was funny as a yeah. kid. Like he probably was just like. Yeah, I mean he was <clears> just like being yeah, funny, exactly. you know. But I don't. But like Jim Carrey, he. I mean he's been really outspoken about it. Yeah, he's had some like big issues. Mm-hmm. Pete Davidson obviously lost his dad in 9/11, which was I was, was listening to him on a podcast the other day cuz he just did one and it was like 15 minutes like a clip and I was like, "Oh, I wonder what he's doing cuz I don't dislike him, but I know everyone talks about who he dates." And yeah, he's like, "I don't understand why it's such a big topic of who I date. I'm like under 30. I mean, like what who do you But he's not really a comedian. Though. He's stand up. Well, he started as stand up. So he's saying like, you know, he was saying that people always tell him like, oh, that's the guy that always does jokes about his dad. And he's like, I don't actually, I have two, but that seems to be the only thing that people think I do. And he's like, I don't, but I, you know, I have other issues. He has like mental health issues. Like he has a whole lot of things, but he was talking about like just the trauma of, he's like, I don't talk about nine 11, but he's like the trauma of it was that like, we didn't know where my dad was for three weeks. He's like, so imagine being like, eight or whatever i mean like a kid and he's like seeing your mom like so distraught and like not understanding what's going on and then seeing him on the news as one of the people identified like a photo he's like what am i like what do you expect oh yeah and he doesn't talk about all the time he's like i don't talk about all the time i don't know why people think that's all i do but he was just saying that yeah it's just like it's such a weird like situation and like how how society you know acts with like comedians and stuff like that i also think brendan fraser is really funny because when he did, like, uh, Encino Man and, like, George of the Jungle, they're, like, kind of silly 90s movies, but they're good. They're good. Like, he's really funny. He's, like, a well-rounded actor. It's hard to be funny, too. I really want to watch The Whale. I haven't. I'm saving it, so. Oh, The Whale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of, well, I'm not that as interested in it. Because I know it's like really sad and traumatic, kind of. I so you like sad and you like sad and traumatic. Um, so the okay in an Entertainment Tonight interview, not tonight, Entertainment Weekly, I think it is. Uh, they had a oral history for like twenty five years after the film, and Pat McCorkle is one of the co cast and directors. Said they saw over five thousand young men for David. He's like, if you're if any actors right now who are between the ages of forty and fifty, he's like, we saw them, everyone. How so did we see so many and not really like said it was over a year and a half that they were casting. He's like we had tape, we had days where there were just tapes. Like we just looked through tapes maybe all day. Maybe just like maybe yeah, casting. Yeah. So he said maybe. Noah Wiley, Kyle Chandler, Matthew Perry, all of them read for David. Not no. <laughs> no. Um Randall who plays Rip, he did Buffy the movie the year like right after this and he recommended ben affleck and that's why ben affleck has a cameo in buffy the vampire slayer so that was pretty cool and then when this film opened it opened at like number five at the box office and then it just slowly kind of dropped off so that kind of sucks yeah it's definitely a movie that now people kind of know about yeah it's on Paramount Plus. It's on Amazon. Like, it's readily available for people to watch. If you haven't seen it, I would say rent it. It's definitely worth renting. It's really good. Cool. Alrighty. Do you have any more behind the scenes stuff? My Isn't stomach is growling. I know today. I can hear it. It's so funny. <laughs> I hope it doesn't pick up on the machine. I'm not hungry. <laughs> I just feel like my stomach's just, just rumbling. Ate. No, just ate, but we ate. Yeah, Actually, like my tummy's just now. rumbling. Yeah. Um. Not really. It's just not that important. I don't think it's no? like that interesting. 
We have a, we haven't even talked about the movie yet. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So Anne Roth did the fashion. Yes. She's pretty legendary. She's like in her nineties now, which is she's nuts. Good. Yeah. I don't get it. She can stop coming out. Yeah. She did Talented Mr. Ripley, so she worked with Damon again. Mm-hmm. Birdcage. Yeah. I mean, I have some comments. I really do like. Yeah. What did you like? I love the fashion. Yeah, it's cool. I have to say, fifties is not my favorite for women. I love. Teddy boys, that look. Yeah, the like, like crap. England, specific fifties in UK, but I do love the men's. I just find it like a bit odd that the scene where they are at the um diner mm-hmm. at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Before he gets in the fight, they're all wearing the same. The same. But I find it really silly. Like, even if this is what kids were wearing, they weren't just all wearing exactly identical outfits. I would think it felt a little bit like odd, like. They could have given some boys a shirt. Yeah. Because they, they were really big in the 50s. That's as well. what I thought. Yeah. And then some white t shirts. But then you can get the bikers all in white t shirts with the same leather. The jacket. same. I actually looked at the denims. They were the same. They were like identical exactly. coats. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't even like different cuts or colors or fits. It or like distress, like one. So I feel like that could have. That to be to me is a bit of an error. Like mm-hmm. it would have been cooler if some of the boys at the diner had had like plaid shirts and like jeans because they were yeah uh, just or different jackets. They all like just look the same. It's a bit weird. Yeah, that's my they... only comment. I mean, I do love all the varsity jackets and bombers, mm-hmm. all of that, the uniforms, but the ties, the khakis. I feel like that thing could have been like. Just it's not believable that you go somewhere and everyone's wearing the same thing. I mean, I know it's a small town; they don't have much money, but it's still. It just feels like, kind of hokey, like Greece. In Greece, mm-hmm. even when they were all in like Travolta, all of them had the T-bird jackets. They all were different. They still had the same jacket, but they had like a white shirt. But maybe like one had a blue shirt that was like the same cut, but it was blue. Like. Yeah, I can definitely see that, like, the variation. I just wrote, like, the greasers and, like, motorcycle gangs. Yeah. From, like, I mean, the cool, 50s. I just find it really, like, like, odd. Yeah. So, I did I notice think, that. I was like, why are they all wearing yeah, bright, white shirts? Yeah, like like, it just didn't seem believable to me, but... Yeah, we're about to see more uniforms. We don't need to see uniforms here, too. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's the same. Yeah. It doesn't seem, like, real. Yeah, um, it real. Exactly. I like the... The like athletic outfits they wear with the gray crew neck and like khakis. So and the back has like property athletic yeah. department of St. Yeah, Matthews. That was cool. I that also was love cool. the swimsuits. The one the girl had yeah, on? Yeah, that was cool. Like I wrote that down. I love that with the yeah. And the cap. But like, I mean I get it. it's a uniform, so everyone has to have like a black bathing suit. Mm-hmm. But I mean I still like that. The cut's cool. Mm-hmm. It's like the fifties cut. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. So I wrote that down. Now, I wrote her swimsuit and her black dress when they had the dance yes, was cool. That was really, yeah, she looked really cool. Her hair as well. Yeah, she looked really cool. She really turned. I honestly thought that she wasn't going to be yeah, as dickish she, as she was. The things that she said were so awful. I she said she didn't want to say. Um, Don't make me say it because he's not getting away. She said she didn't want to say that as an actress. She oh, was like, I'm really upset oh, because really? I don't want people to think that, like, I. 
think that not that they would but just the fact that you say it you know it feels like it's coming from you but it's obviously a script but I think she was like really like uncomfortable with saying it I mean I would be yeah I would be like I know I have to do this but I don't like to me it's like no really what was I supposed to do you know like yeah I can't believe that she I hate that everyone was really unfair to him except Chris Chris O'Donnell kind of he came around yeah at the end but I don't know I mean... I guess they're all just terrible people. I mean, yeah. They're all terrible people. I mean, people. they're so young, so... And their families definitely taught them this. Like, they're a product of their environment. They haven't met anyone that's not like them. Like, at all. Like, at that age, you just don't know any better. You're really influenced by your family and, like, your environment. And so. your bubble. Like, if we go back in time into 1959, this is right after World War II, um, too. So, you also have, like, their if they're from these tiny towns in like Massachusetts, this is like, we're going to remove everything we're, we're in now. Like everyone was living in a, uh, like a bubble, like their own echo chamber. So, and even if they, even if they did think that like, Oh no, everyone's fine. You wouldn't even verbalize it in real life because you'd have like your parents or friends like ridiculing you for even saying that, this person's fine. Why do you not like that them? thing is like they had already spent time with him and, he, and they love him. Yeah, that's, what that's the thing. That even they could have been mad because he didn't tell them, but then like after a week they could have come around to be like, but he's just really cool. Yeah, but they still wouldn't. It was like worse. It got it worse, worse after they, they knew. Him and stuff. Yeah, and also the girl. That to me was the saddest. Part, yeah, that she was like she kept saying you're so different to the rest. You're this, and then at the end she's like. Then, like, I can't, you know. The saddest part was when Matt Damon found out, and then you see him, like, he's at the bar at that whatever function they were, that football game, and then he, like, finds out that guy overhears the guy saying it, and then he sees David, Brendan Fraser, and his quote unquote thought he was his girlfriend, she was his girlfriend, like, dancing, whatever, and he sees him far away, and, like, the look on his face, like, I can't wait to fucking burst this bubble. I can't wait. It's like, I'm gonna Michael make your. Oh, yeah. He's like, I can't wait. Same with, like, talented Mr. Ripley. Like, I was terrified. I think Matt Damon has multiple sides, but I think he's way more multiple-sided than Ben Affleck. I feel like Ben Affleck's pretty straightforward. Like, I feel like I can kind of, like, I kind of know, like, a bit who you are, but I feel like Matt Damon's really good at, like, kind of playing both sides, and I'm like, who are you? Which which guy are you? Um, But it's just, yeah, it's... That 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 part like freaked me out when he has that smirk on his face like oh, I know yeah I'm gonna fucking get you and what like, he says right at the end too but I mean he's like he's a dick he's yeah I mean he's always I gonna be a dick the girl Amy could have been like well her name is not Amy oh Shelley yeah she could have said you know I'm really sorry but like my parents wouldn't allow me to date you but I I'm sorry because I yeah I, I truly think. really like but she you. wasn't she was just like horrified too almost. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She was like, What am I gonna do? Why are my friends gonna say? A lot of them are not talking to me. And she's like, Okay, I don't have time for you. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, he was like, Okay, whatever. Like, that's your fault. Like, your problem, you know, not mine. Ugh, she was so awful. Um, yeah, that's all I have for that. For the fashion. It was very, like, basic. It wasn't a fashion movie. It was. And they were in a school, so they're wearing, like, the I same outfits. It was. And it was the same time. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, it would have been cool if we got to see, like, a flash of what his life became, or we knew. Yeah, I was not satisfied with the ending. I mean, I like that, that scene, but 
I would like to see something else after that. Yeah, I wanted to see like David ended up going to Harvard. Like, like he's an engineer. <laughs> or, or like them suddenly liking him, but something no. like what he did. Yeah, I want to know like what he did. Like David did go on to play for Harvard and he is like an engineer yeah. and lives in like blah, blah, blah now, you know, something like that. I would have mm-hmm. liked that. That um, it's really interesting too to find out that this is kind of based on Dick Wolf's like uh, oh, yeah. life or kind that. of like experiences, and that's amazing that he ended up becoming like literally one of the biggest television producers of yeah, the last totally. like like I don't know fifty years. I mean that sh- he all has a show on everywhere. There's so many shows that he does. It's nuts. Cool. All right. So do you have any more fashion notes? No. Music is really slim. I have two songs written down. Fats Domino, Ain't That a Shame, which I believe is the first yeah. song. I don't really care for the music. I like 50s, some 50s music. I don't. I just don't. Yeah. I, I like the Smokey Joe's Cafe song because I like that scene. Oh, yeah, that's when they're all like in the dorm. Yeah. And, and they're like talking about like, you know, they're mm-hmm. like he just got there, you know. So yeah. That's a cool song. Stuff. Yeah. But, I like that I mean, song. It's not, the music is not really outstanding besides that no. scene. That's the only ones I had. Yeah, I don't really have much for that. Okay, well, let's go on to favorite scenes and lines. So, what do you have? What's, like, your first standout? Do you have a standout scene? Yeah, just when they're dancing and singing in their room. I like that. Yeah, that was my first one, too. I like everything from then to, like, the the moment the French teacher comes in. Oh, gosh. And they make fun of him. And then even when that ends. Who is he in Big Love? I'm trying to think of who he is. I don't. Yeah, no, I'm trying to... I know he's with Chloe Seventy. Not with her, but I'm trying to think of, like, his role. I think he's, like, another Mormon guy that they're trying to, like, have him marry someone. Because he's, like, in and out of the show. Because he has a very, like, evil look in the big love no, too yeah he's yeah. a very like yeah he's a very like because mischievous when that scene ends then they show them in the hallway like that whole sequence ends and you see like boys being so silly they mm-hmm. just are i'm just like when they're in high school this I is mean, like college it's high school they're like they're just silly the way they joke and what they do is just seems so immature to me but let's go it's just like male energy like that at that age as well it's like so much you know mm-hmm that's one of my favorite scenes. Um, I like the scene. I like in that scene is that that's when he first hears like a Jewish slur and he yeah, doesn't say anything, anything, but he just like obviously hears it mm-hmm. and like is like, okay, noted. Like, I wasn't going to tell these people, but I'm definitely not going to tell these people now because I know how they really feel, which it's not like he ever mm-hmm. thought they didn't. Obviously, you know that like if you're kind of told you need to hide this. I mean, the coach it's said that. To hear that. I can't even imagine that. Yeah, being like you have to hide. It's crazy to have to hide this thing that, like, is that. Yeah, it's weird to like hide in plain sight. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a different element to like, hi- like you can't hide. Mm. Like you know what I mean? Like it's different when you can't hide when you obviously look different. There's no way that someone can think that you're one way because right. you look different. You're like a different skin color yeah, or you're like, you know, whatever. It's not something you can hide. So how bring them I mean yeah. I mean because this is his identity. It's not mm-hmm. like I'm from this country. It's yeah. Like, it's religion. I mean it's a big and especially in that time mm-hmm. in a Catholic school. They have to go to chapel the three time times I was a day. That film because I didn't know what was gonna happen. When they were at the church, I thought, oh my god, is this when people are going to realize because he's not singing? Oh, because he's not singing. Because he doesn't yeah. know 
Yeah, like the songs. But then every scene, I was like, are they going to find that now? I didn't think that it would be the way. Oh, yeah. the way that it I thought there would be yeah. something like major, would it be at a, like in that dinner, when she when he goes out for dinner, uh-huh. like for dinner with Matt Damon and like Shelly and everyone. I thought someone is going to say something in the table and then mm-hmm. they're going to find that. But yeah, I was like, yeah, waiting for that moment. Like, I hope it's not like that because that's awful. It was surprising how like another. It was like all the adults knew, but they like weren't gonna tell the kids because it was another guy from another school, like the other yeah, school that they were playing. I don't know if he thought that everybody knew. No, 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 I don't think so. Well, he knew the adults knew because then Matt Damon goes like, "What do you mean St. Luke's would never take him?" Because he didn't know, but. Because the other guy, the older guys knew. That's why they were like, oh, well, they did pay for him. He would have, yeah, he would have never, we would have never paid for him to come here. And that's when he was like, what are you talking about? What do you mean? They knew he didn't have money. Like that they knew. Yeah, they knew he was there on scholarship. And he's like, what do you mean? And that's when they were like, well. And then he's like, what? And then the other guy was like, wow, I've ever told you how great you keep a secret. Like, and he was like, kind of like, well. Yeah. So, like, it was, like, the adults all knew. I mean, that guy was from the other school that he obviously probably applied to, and they were like, we're not going to take him. But, because that's why he said that. Well, oh, at least you guys took him. Like, because we never would have. Like, we could have probably beat you, too, if we had him at our school. I think he was Oh, yeah, totally. Um. So, yeah, that... <laughs> it's so crazy when they have the house masters, their fucking French teacher. I know. Um. My next... It's not a favorite scene, but it's a really intense one is when that headmaster catches him praying for Rosh Hashanah. Why do you like that one? I don't like it, but I really like how the scene like played out. And I like how David was like standing, like standing his ground for what he believed in. And he had a, he had a reason like the, the headmaster was like, what are you doing? And he was very like, obviously he knows. Yeah. And he was a prick about it. And he's like, well, why are you in here now? Like, he's like, well, I had a football game. Like I had to play the football game. That's why I'm here. And he's like, Oh really? Well, was it worth giving up your traditions? Yeah. Like, like yours or mine. yeah. And then he's just like, yeah. All right. I'll forget. Cause they're breaking, they're also like being hypocrites, you know, by having him just because he's convenient. For them. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I, I really like how the end of the story, like, he was able to be like, okay, fuck the, like, I get it. I know the ropes, but, like, I'm using you to yeah. get, to make my life better. So, like, you're not going to win this. I'm you're still going to come out on top. Yeah. We're, like, using each yeah. other, but I'm still going to come out on yeah, top. Yeah, I do like how, like, his lines. He has really good lines. Actually. Yeah. And I think that, didn't the headmaster go, like, I think he said, like, you people are so, like, determined. And he's like, we have to be. Yeah, and he's like, well, yeah, like, we have to be, or something like that. And, like, he resented that. He just resents everything about him. Like, every little thing about him. It's just, like, it's horrible. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you guys couldn't fucking do it, so who cares who who you bring in? Like, you know, it's just crazy. Um, And let's see. I just have Should all these we like do one each? yeah yeah what's your next one my next one is when they're singing sorry when they do the prank on the French teacher with a car oh like, my god that's kind of crazy that, how do you do that, that though and they would have got in trouble but... how but like how did you put the car in there yeah it's silly like you 
They did it on Dawson's Creek when they put the president or the principal's boat in like the pool. I was like, but how? How did you like get the boat into an indoor pool? Well, at least that's more doable than that than the car. Yeah, I mean they're both crazy. I'm like, you didn't even show us how you got there. Like, how did you get? But no I one see you do this. Really funny. That was really funny. Yeah, mine are all like not like good ones. They're all like really fucked up things. I know. Um, What's the other one? Oh, well, I also, I just wrote OMG at Matt Damon and his casual N-word dropping at the fucking dance because he can dance well. Oh. I was like, oh, great. That's cool. You know, whatever. David Stars is amazing. Yeah, but I love that they, of course, he has to be, quote unquote, black because I guess, you know, Damon's got two left feet, apparently, but I was just like... Great. He's so lame. Must we oh, casually he's drop this? My girl. He's always like, yeah. He's just I love how she's like, I don't want you. <laughs> Stop yeah, calling me your girlfriend. Like, I don't want you. He's like, what is this? You're embarrassing me in front of my friend. You're embarrassing me in front of my friend. I was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, I love what they said. Sorry, it just happened. <laughs> yeah, sorry. sorry mate, I didn't yeah. do any. Yeah, I didn't do anything. Um. Yeah. What's your next one? Um. The end, well, kind of towards the end when he goes to confess that it was like that he did it, that he cheated, and the other guy's in the room. And he's like, No, you didn't. Uh, didn't did. And then they're like, Oh, I'm sorry, you're everything that. What? Something like you're everything that the. Like, the code is like stands for. Oh, the honor code? The honor code stands for. And they kind of shake his hand. And then the other guy, the master teacher, says something. He was like, just like you're using me for football, I'm using you to get into Harvard. Yeah. Every time you see me, you're going to think, I love that. Yeah, like, I'm not going to leave. Like, I know you want me to leave. And, like, but no. It's just like, I want to forget. Because he said that before. I want to forget this infraction. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, well, I'm not. Like, I'm going to remember and you're going to remember because you're going to see me all the fucking time. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, I was really scared because it was very Dead Poet Society when the guy was like being hounded in French class and then he has like a complete like kind of like nervous breakdown and then they're all like frantically looking for him and they're like I did too like in Dead Poet Society I was like what is the bucket for? I'm like something by his back yeah that's what I thought he was like scrubbing the the blackboard I think but um yeah I feel very dead yeah, I was like, oh my god, oh my god. And then when he, like, has the breakdown, and then he, like, goes to the hospital, they take him away. And then David and Charlie, Matt Damon, are, like, sitting on the dock, and they're like, what is, like, he's like, oh, what's gonna happen to him? And, you know, Damon's like, well, he's not coming back. Like, he's, you know, like, if you're like that, like, they're not gonna take you back. And he's like, I've never heard of anyone my age having a nervous breakdown. That's what happened to, like, women when they're 40. That it's my favorite. Okay. I'm I've made peace with the fact that I've gotten older because I don't want to be twenty right now. Like, I don't want to be twenty, but I don't want to be forty. I mean like thirty would be not like a nice like happy. I just don't want to be 30 because then we wouldn't have lived through the 90s the way we did. 
we wouldn't have like any of the reference for any of this podcast, which means this podcast probably wouldn't exist in the way it does. <laughs> and nothing would exist the way it does. Yeah, but I really love how I look at 30, but I wasn't that mature either. At 30, I wasn't. I was not mature at all. Not that I'm that much more mature now, but I wasn't like really serious as everyone is 10 years younger than they are. Like that, that I feel like. I, I don't know. I think so. I think people definitely are aging in a different way because in the in the past people had to be so mature so fast like girls were getting married at like 18 19 20 they were like in a stable relationship their husband was working they had three kids at home and they're not even 30 yet and they're acting like they're like 20 years like they had no single life experience but now people are have like single life experience longer they're working and they're doing different things so you just kind of like you have more free time to do what you want and like you're just kind of act younger you also have way more media that are kind Mm -hmm. of like telling you to be young and younger is hipper and younger is desirable and like you have to know what's on the pulse of youth otherwise you're gonna get left behind so it's kind of you know it's kind of different though you see people who are like isn't patricia field like almost 80 isn't she she's like up there right and she has like the most youthful spirit even just the way that she acts and her styling yeah, I mean, I know you and I were gonna be uh, already that way. Yeah, we're seventy. We're still. It's just part of who we are. You know, we're just not yeah, the yeah. kind of people. So we met some people our age that are like just seem a lot older. Yeah, well, they just seem more like. More yeah, they just have a different outlook. I guess they just. Well, yeah, I mean, you're a lawyer or and your responsibilities, like, like a doctor, a lawyer. Yeah, you're like other people's lives are in your charge. Like, in a, not, like, a family way, but, like, a job way. Like, life and death, essentially. You're, like, fooling with people's actual lives. So, it's a little bit different. Um, Yeah, what's your next one? That's it. Oh, that's all for favorite lines? Or favorite scenes? Um, What is one of my... Oh, wait, I have another one. Okay, my last one is when, after it's discovered in that um, bathroom fight, when uh, Damon, like, exposes him to everyone, and they're, like, in the showers... And they get to the physical fight. And then after you see David go to his roommate and Reese is like sitting by the table and he's like looking out the window and he's like writing and he's like, why didn't you say anything? Like, why didn't you tell me? And he kind of like unloads on him and you see Reese kind of being like, I'm, I didn't know. Like, I'm like, he's the only one that seems to be somewhat decent and that he's trying to kind of figure this out. So at least we have, some, I mean, because it's more of reality. Like, you're always going to have people who are not going to change. But also, you're in a group. Is that kind of mindset? Group mentality, like, yeah. Because most people in this group are saying that you don't want to be, like, I think it's quite hard. But I don't know, because I've never really been part of big groups like that. So, no, me But either. I know that I understand the psychology behind it, but I haven't experienced it. Especially guys. Like, male, I mean, it's both, in it's both, the it's the girls. same way, yeah. Because I think about girls in high school. When like, mean girls. You think about mean girls. girls. Yeah. It's like the exact, it's the exact playbook. And that's why I, I do not like the concept of fraternities and sororities. They're the same exact thing. It's like mm-hmm. group mentality, finding the weak one, picking on the weak one. You know, everyone's kind of like, it's a hierarchy. It's like a struggle for power. It's like, who's the influential one? It just, it all just seems really like crazy but i like that he talks to reese about it mm-hmm. and you see that reese kind of like you know gets more 
Like, yeah, he stands up for him. Dialogue and he's kind of, like, trying to see things from his point of view. Kind of, like... Yeah, he he, he also, like, feels bad. He knows he's, he's just he knows the same. He knows it's wrong. Yeah. He's just the same person. Yeah. Know? And it doesn't really matter. No. I like, I really like that, like that part. And, and then I don't like when the, it just gets like ramped up, like the swastika poster, like in the lunchroom. Oh yeah. That's like, it it just gets so like, and. But we know that exists. Oh yeah. Completely. Like kids are like teenagers and even older people act that way. They do. That's the worst too. Especially now, like, one of my friends has a housemate that's, like, 80 and is, like, racist, right? <gasps> like, lives in a house 80? with a bunch of people. Oh yeah, like, lives God. in a big, huge group house. Oh, wow. One of the guys is 80 and, like, super racist. And they're just, like, they tell him, like, yo, that's, like, fucked up. You can't say that. You can't say this. And he's, like, that's how I grew up. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, this is totally, like, normal. I don't know why you guys are so sensitive. So it's, like, you have this, like generational he's, he's gener- I mean, I'm which not is not an excuse but, but it's so all the people I think it's just harder to um, it's harder to imagine them. yeah yeah for them yeah as well. it's sad it's really sad yeah, that's awful god yeah so I was like what what the fuck um, the whole cheating thing is just nuts of course it would be Matt Damon's dumbass who, who's gonna be cheating which is kind of nuts and, and then when they all meet together in that founder's room and they're like, okay, let's talk about it. And then you see like half of the group come around and they're like, well, you know, he's not yeah. that bad. And then you have whatever that guy, who, Anthony Rapp. But the knows that he cheated. You know, the guy that yeah. knows, he doesn't say anything. No. Says, yeah, so he cheated. But he didn't want to say it in front of everyone. So he wanted yeah, to go tell the headmaster. Yeah. It's That's like true. you still did a good thing, but at the cost of not wanting to make yourself exactly. look look like the bad guy when you knew it was wrong like behind their back he's pretty bad yeah no and they're all getting they're all paying full tuition to go so like what the fuck the, mm. the parents probably donate money for a library oh, right. you know they have so much money that that it's like i can do whatever i want and it'll be fine it's it's like this also reminds me of the movie the skulls do you remember that movie with Joshua Jackson and Paul Walker? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it on the podcast because it's a really good movie, but it's um like Joshua Jackson's like a scholarship to like Yale or whatever. And there are these things called like the finals clubs, which is like the skull and bones, which really exists. It's a lot of the ex-presidents were in it, the, the early yeah. ex-presidents. Okay. So it's like really, really high society. Like you're kind of guaranteed to be like in these top law firms, mm-hmm. a politician, like anything you want, but a murder happens and, it's like a cover-up situation, but it's very much like, it doesn't deal with a race issue, but it deals with a class issue in that like, he's trying to expose like what the fuck's going on. But then you find out that like, they can kill you when they, if they find out you're trying to expose them, like they're so protected and, and so protected. Like it's just the same thing. They have like those kind of things even now that Republicans and Democrats are in. It's like older things. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Your brothers are like, whatever. yeah everyone's like not everyone but like they're good people on on like they're good people on all sides and they're bad people on all sides you know it's like there's you can't really win but But it's no i don't really support groups like that 
like exclusive groups like why i, I just don't but again, I'm so yeah I <laughs> they're probably someone's writing a one-star review these girls are just bitter that nobody asked them to join an exclusive club <laughs> no i definitely wouldn't i was in girl scouts girl scouts takes everyone so they were not exclusionary <laughs> oh god how annoying i can't believe i was actually in girl scouts that long um, so yeah, eventually we finally get a good closure where mm-hmm. David, it's, it actually is a very realistic closure because it's not like everyone's going to change their minds by the end of these two hours. Yeah. He still has to live with it. Mm-hmm. It's still happening to his life, but he sees the bigger picture. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I love that it wasn't like you're like some weird happy ending where everyone is mm-hmm. like, oh, you're our hero. You're amazing. And they welcome him back. Cause that's not realistic. No. Know? But I like that he just, he just talked and he just continued, you know? Yeah. And, and at least some of them were like, well, you're a good person, we respect you, but still we can't be seen hanging out with you. But yeah. Like, 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 we know you're cool, but we can't because you're different. Yeah. It's God. It's just like, it's I crazy. I remember kids being like, similar situations when I, not, not about this exact topic, same topic, but when, and it takes one person, two people to be in the group to be like, we can't because she's just like poor or not cool enough to mm-hmm. have a group. Yeah, you know. I remember stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's just sad. It's a group mentality. Like, so yeah, they're nice and we'd say hi to them, but we don't want to be, we don't want to be part of a little group. I know. That exists. I mean, I oh, yeah, totally. And the 14, that was a thing where it was the nerds, the poor, the cool kids. Nice but poor, so like yeah. hang out. It's terrible to say that, but I mean, this is the thing that happened, you know? Yeah, they're like, Yeah, they don't wear like designer stuff, so we can't be seen with them. Like, I was in that group probably because I didn't know about the poor group because I was probably in it. I mean, I went to private <laughs> school on like okay. scholarships, so I was probably like, There's the scholarship kid, he's going to electronic. I mean, it's That's so, so weird. weird. Ours was different when I went to school with the uniform because it was like the kids who wore the actual Ralph Lauren polos and Doc Martens, like they were rich. I did when I was in junior high. And I remember being like, Mom, I want a polo shirt. She's like, you have to buy five for the week. I cannot afford five $50 shirts for you to go to school in. You'll have to wear like the plain white ones. And and I was like, but I want Doc Martens. So I think I like babysat and paid for half mm-hmm. of my Doc Martens because they were like a hundred bucks even so then. Yeah. And I was like, everyone has Doc Martens. At least let me get cool shoes. And she was like, okay. I had the Mary Jane ones. Mm-hmm. Those were cool. Yeah, it's I mean. That we, I don't know what, if it's like that now. Like, I think it's have, worse. We didn't have phones. Like Lord. Could you imagine now? You'd be getting like text messages, like stuff on Instagram. People could like write mean stuff. Like, this person sucks. Like, Bullying is so crazy because it yeah, it's it's really bad now. I mean, it's really, it's really bad, and now it's like, and now it's worse because of social media, because now kids like can flash what they have, which really makes other kids who don't have feel some kind of way, or they kind of flaunt like, look what my dad bought me for my birthday. And it's like a Porsche, you know, and they like put it all over Instagram, and yeah. it's like very. It's like that's the positive reinforcement is like the internet. 
mm-hmm. which was bad enough then, but now that it's all and you can just now you had to see it. Yeah. Back then, you had to just see what they were wearing. Like, oh wow, they have a really fancy bag on, and they're really. Cr-. Now it's like I can just take a photo of my whole closet and be like, look at all this cool shit I have. Look yeah. at all my shoes. Look at all. Oh, look what I just bought. Now, I, like I was mentioning before, um, in the fashion episode, now there's like haul culture where people make those videos of like, I bought eight hundred things from Sheen. Look at me open all my fucking shit, it's so and it's weird. like, like yeah, it's weird. Yeah, unboxing. People like do an unboxing, do an unboxing video. I was like, why? Why do you? Same way, like, I it's like Chanel too, like or whatever designer. Like, I don't care that you have some Chanel in your. It's, it's like okay, <laughs> like it's but... weird. I get people are excited, but I don't. I don't get it. I'm like, you could sell that and go on vacation. <laughs> you could sell like that whole closet. Like things, yeah. yeah, it's true. I mean, it's there's a different reason why people do all that yeah, stuff. I know it's it's nuts. I mean, I can't imagine it, but I hope this was a good episode. I hope it got people to want to watch it. And yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I wonder if people even know it. Um, I forgot to mention, but can you like and subscribe, please, and sign up for the Patreon? There are two tiers now, $3 and $5 a month, so it's crazy cheap. All of the old movies and newer movies are on there now, too. And then all of our random TV shit, all the other stuff is 5 bucks. All the TV, all the documentaries, like all that, yeah. So, yeah, join up, and uh, we'll talk to you on the next one. Bye. Bye.